Hi there, I'm Ray. I'm Burr. And thank you for listening to the Creepcast. If you want to share any stories or fun facts about topics we've t- discussed on our podcast, you can email us at the.creep.cast18 at gmail.com. And if that cramps your style, we also have Twitter, which you can find us under at castcreep. Both C's are capitalized. We also have Instagram. <laughs> find us on the gram at the Creepcast, all lowercase. We also have the Facebook, because who doesn't have Facebook? And if you, you don't, us. you're a serial killer. I mean, serial killers have those too. I'm getting off Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> but our Facebook is The Creepcast with Brian Burr. And we also have a website where you can find a link to all these lovely things and our Patreon, which is thecreepcast.podbean.com. Yeah. Thanks again. I will never be able to live that mentally down. Huh? Funny. Could you not? That's how a girl I knew laughed. She'd be like, huh, that's hilarious. And I'm like, is it? Because you're not laughing. Bitch, you got to laugh. Your tone seems really pointed right now. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Are we are we going? Of course we oh, are. Oh shit! Okay, damn. How far ago we have no idea. <laughs> I was gonna say, I hope it isn't for long because there was just one moment of us just like sitting there, just looking at like, yeah. That doll rod. But hi there, I'm Bree. I'm Burr. and we totally forgot to say your intros last week. But welcome to the Creepcast. How are you doing? We're. Here to tell you about creepy stuff and not be your neighborhood watch, because fuck that shit. Yep. In a pandemic, Brenda, I got time for you. Wear your mask, bitch. For real, though. It's How? a piece of fabric. How are we supposed to have Halloween, guys, if you don't wear your fucking mask? Put on your masks. It's because you wear masks on and, Halloween. And I think My life a- is a mask. <laughs> <laughs> My life is a lie. <laughs> no. Come here, baby. I'll be your beard. <laughs> Stop. Uh, Don't <laughs> or he's your merkin. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> um, You're welcome. Anyways. Moving on. I don't even know what we're talking about. <laughs> Point being is we don't want Halloween to be canceled. It's supposed to be like on a full moon and shit. Yeah. And on like a Saturday or something. Come on, guys. I want to go to Disney World. I don't. <laughs> Yeah, because you didn't stay in the job. <laughs> They're creepy as fuck, man. <laughs> but yeah, no. Like you said, it's just... I don't, Yeah, God, you're not going to be here on Halloween. What the fuck am I going to do with my life? I think this will be the first Halloween in a while. Yeah. Yeah. This is some bullshit. I don't know if I'm going to handle this well. <laughs> no, there was that one year she didn't come with us because she was... You were doing a bar event or something. Oh, probably. You were dressed as a werewolf that year. Oh, yeah. I think I was working. Yeah, I was working, but yeah. Yeah, but that's like one out of like the five. Boo Boo is going to be six. Yeah, because they did the cat. six. That was what I was talking about. I don't know. Point being, yeah, this is going to be the first one in a while. I'm not okay. Do I have to put you on my luggage? Uh, Yes. (laughs) (laughs) I'll get a big enough luggage bag that'll fit your makeup luggage bag. I'm doing yoga. I might be able to do this. All I can think about is if, like, we get there and we're looking for the luggage and it gets lost. Oh my god. Listen. And we have to explain to the people there's a body in a bag. And it's living. We need to find this. We need to find this now. (laughs) Where the fuck is that bag? It doesn't get, like, lost, though. It's usually, like, just like you put on the wrong carousel and you don't, you spend three hours and it, if you would have just turned around, it was circling behind you. Ten times. <laughs> and, you're, and you're just in there. Hello? God! You gotta get the ones with the zippers on the inside too so I can escape. <laughs> Air hole. <sighs> <laughs> so, speaking of human trafficking. <laughs> sure you don't get Wayfair. Oh, God, yeah. Yeah, I was seeing memes about that, and I was like, I should check into that. And I was like, hmm, I don't think I want to know. But on to something more enlightening and entertaining. Tell me. Drugs. You're probably like, Brie, the fuck is a drug? Let me tell you. Or drauger. 
whatever. I'm already fucking it up. <laughs> <laughs> I think the more modern turn is term is drought. Would you stop yelling at me? What the fuck is a draugr, you may ask? It is. Can't see my notes. <laughs> <laughs> the draugr, or draug, is an undead creature from Norse mythology, also called Aptrangraja. I don't know if I even said that anywhere close. Probably not. Also, I forgot to look this up, but hey. Or Aptrangr. Literally meaning again walker. Ooh. You going walking again? Let's go. No, thank you. <laughs> I do enough of that at work. All I do is the walking. All I can think about is Roxanne. The song. Roxanne! You don't have to... Wear that dress tonight! Wait, where is... Oh, Walk the Streets for Money there. I was trying mm-hmm. to remember where Walk was in the song, and I was like... He smells toast. I don't know what's happening. I do not smell toes. My arm's <laughs> going numb, all right? <laughs> Austin's not having a stroke. He's just having a heart attack. Everyone calm down. It's all right. We're good. Anyways, again, Walker. They be walking. Again. Woo woo. So the word Draugr can be traced to a Proto-Indo-European stem meaning phantom that comes from the same stem as deceive. (gasps) (laughs) (laughs) The old Norse meaning of the word is revenant. In Swedish, draug is a modern loan word from West Norse as the native Swedish from drug has also acquired the meaning of a pale, ineffectual, and slow-minded person that drags himself along. So me in the morning. <laughs> five more minutes. I could just close my eyes for five more minutes and be fine. Doesn't that sound familiar? Nope. Never. <laughs> but he doesn't sleep at our house. How am I supposed to know if that's familiar? You do it! <laughs> <laughs> Where he doesn't sleep at <laughs> We had slumber parties before. Ah. <laughs> I'm gonna be like randomly laughing about this at work tomorrow, and everyone's gonna think I'm insane. <laughs> uh, anyways, so the will appears to be strong, strong enough to draw the hooger. Anim- or animated will back to one's body. These reanimated individuals were known as the Draugr. However, though the dead might live again, they could also die again. <gasps> Draugr die a second death, as Chester Gold calls it, when their bodies decay, are burned, dismembered, or otherwise destroyed. So Draugr live in their graves, often guarding treasure buried with them in their burial mound. They are an animated corpse, or they are animated corpses with a corporal body, unlike ghosts. With similar physical abilities as in life. Ooh. All right. Older literature makes clear distinctions between sea draugr and land draugr. Yes. yes. My turn. Yeah. <laughs> I was just like, that smells good. And candle sniffer. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just doing oh, the yeah. God's work. <laughs> there was the one, oh, one of our winter ones that we did last year in December where it was like the 13 dwarf brother things. And the one was the candle sniffer. No, he was the door sniffer. That's what it was. The lob, knob knit liquor or something like that. I know, they had all sorts of stupid ones. And I was like, who decided this? <laughs> and you get a kink and you get a kink. Like, what? <laughs> Please stop. It's great. Love it. Oh. But moving on to their treats. Door sniffer. <laughs> Draugr's possess superhuman strength, uh, can increase their size at will, and carry the un- unmistakable stench of decay. According to Greg Smith, the appearance of the Draugr was that of a dead body, swollen, blackened, and generally hideous to look at. That's well, I'd, nice. I hope so. <laughs> <laughs> and generally hideous to look at. I, I would just... I, just <laughs> I mean, it's a dead body, guys. I, what do you want? I was like, whoa. Unless they real fresh. Yeah. And I was like, oh, well, we need to get you somewhere to get identified. Other than that, I was like, ooh. Yep. I didn't see nothing. <laughs> Siren Head told me to see it was my, my business. <laughs> so saith Siren Head. Amen. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, they are um, undead figures from North Norse, sorry, and Icelandic uh, mythology, which appeared to retain some semblance mm-hmm. of intelligence they exist to guard their treasures wreak hu- 
wreak havoc on living beings or torment those who wronged them in life. The Draugr's ability to increase its size also increased its weight, and the body of the Draugr was described as being extremely heavy. Thornolf of Arbigia was, oh, I'm sorry, Albigia Saga was incorporated and with an ugly look about him swollen to the size of an ox. His body was so heavy that it could not be raised without levers. They are also noted for the ability to rise from the graves as wisps and of smoke and swim through solid rock. I feel like there's a Yo Mama So Fat joke in here somewhere. <laughs> right? Yo Mama So Fat, she make a Draugr look skinny. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Guys. We're terrible. I love it. That'd be a sick disc because no one would know what the fuck that is. Mm-hmm. It's like calling somebody a fluffer. Exactly. I love it. I'm here for it. Subtle insults that no one knows what it means. And then they go home and look at it and then realize they were insulted like 20 minutes later. (laughs) It's a perfect one because then they have to relive the... Yeah, because it's like they... They're just they walk away confused. So you get the win there. And then like the 20 minutes later and they realize that they're fucking... Uh, insulted. That's the second win. And then they're just like, that little shit. That's the third win because they realize they have to relive the whole situation again. Mental warfare with Austin. Uh. Yes. You're um, in psychological warfare with your friends. <laughs> Call in. <sighs> in, uh, five. <laughs> in folklore, Dragger. Slay, uh, slay their victims through various methods, including crushing them with their in- enlarged forms, devouring their flesh, devouring them whole in their enlarged forms, indirectly killing them by driving them mad, and by drinking their blood. Animals feeding near the grave of a draugr um, might be driven mad by the creature's influence. Uh, thrown off, uh, for example, caused birds to drop dead when they flew over his bull. Barrow. Yeah. Damn, Thorolf. Damn. Guess you just really hate everything, huh? Bring up Birds minding their business. <laughs> and now they did. How do they know? Birds don't understand human culture. They don't know what's buried there and why the ground looks different. Hmm, let's just fly over here. Ah. It's called instincts. Get with it. Get Anyways. with it. So the Draugr, the Draugr's victims were not limited to trespassers in its home. The roaming undead devastated the livestock by running the animals to death, either by riding them or pursuing them in some hideous half-laid form. Very, um, or some kind of hag something where they would, like, ride the horses entire amount. Or is that a fae thing? That might also be a fae thing. I think it's a fae thing. I can't remember. Point being, don't put a horseshoe over your thing. Your horses are going to get fucking ridden to death. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But anyways, so shepherd's duties kept them outdoors at night, and they were particular targets for the hunger and hair, uh, haired, <laughs> hatred. <laughs> Pretend that never happened. That guy's got long hair. Get him! <clears throat> it's just Sindel whipping her hair back and forth. <laughs> anyways, the hunger and hatred of the undead. Uh, the oxen, which had been used to haul Torolf's body, were ridden to death by demons, and every single beast in- that came near his grave went raving mad and howled itself to death. The shepherd at Fam often came racing home with Thorolf after him. One day that fall, neither sheep nor shepherd came back to the farm. Bum, 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 bum. Certain death. So then the Draugr... Maybe he just went to a different farm. No, because he's dead. He died. They just said he didn't go back to that farm. That's his fucking home farm. That'd be kind of a dick move to just leave your home farm for some other farm with all the sheep. Fuck it. <laughs> be like, you don't know the whole story. This person could have been treated like shit for years and tormented. And he's like, you know what? I'm going to finally get out. Bring sensitivity into my murder stories. Austin, <laughs> do you need a contract supreme? <laughs> <laughs> That just sounds so good right now, though. Just every, like, talk about this trash, everyone. Everyone knows it. But once in a while, you drive past, you see that Crunchwrap Supreme picture, and you're like, God damn, these ad people are good. Give me one of those. I want one of those. And usually about halfway through when, like, one half is, like, all of the meat and cheese has gone to one side and all the lettuce and sour cream is at the other. Or occasionally those fuckers put tomatoes in when I tell them no tomatoes. (laughs) 
But that's the best part. <coughs> Tomato liquor. <laughs> a disgusting fiend. So could you? <laughs> Do you eat ketchup? It does. It's not the same. <laughs> yeah, there's Do sugar. You eat tomato sauce. Not the same. I don't. I don't eat the chunks of tomato in the tomato sauce. <laughs> it's not the same. No, because it needs pureed and sugar and seasoning. I'm not just going to eat your disgusting water. <laughs> Whatever the fuck that is. It's, it's called a it's tomato. It's a vegetable, fruit. but it's really a fruit. <laughs> it's really deceiving, and I don't like that in my vegetables. Apparently, anything that has seeds inside of it is a fruit. It's like some bullshit. okra. Mm. Okra is considered a fruit. It's and, a vegetable. But no, that, that's not true. Listen. It's not with the seeds inside because strawberries is a fruit and the strawberry has seeds on the outside. I'm just saying. I thought if it's had seeds, it's a fruit. It's a thing. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. There you go. So, so cucumbers, meat. okra. Like, it's just lies. Not okra. Okra. <laughs> <laughs> I know. What if, what if okra was okra? <gasps> Mother okra. <laughs> I mean, I'd be here for that. Be way more. Just kidding. That show is always exciting, but <laughs> I'd be still intrigued. Nothing would sell me against okra. <laughs> like my favorite okra picture is like it's like poorly done Valentine's, and it's just okra. It goes, you'll do. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, this is a mood. <laughs> Girl, I know what we're going into business now. Because if you cook o- um, okra a certain way, it like, looks funny. Uh-huh. We can call them okra heads. Oh, my God. And we're going to deep And then get it. sued by the Henson Company. <laughs> yes, I'm here for it. <laughs> no, we're patenting it first. No, it might no, be no. There. You present it to them. Yeah. And then you ask for royalties. Mm-hmm. We're set, girl. I don't know. <laughs> Sounds like a lot of work. As long as I get to meet Kermit at some point, we'll be fine. I will steal you, Kermit. They've got 20 of them. <laughs> no <I'm> kidding. <laughs> Could you imagine if I was like almost 30 and thought Kermit was real? <laughs> I do love Kermit, though. Man always makes fun of me because there was one time I put on like a Muppet movie or whatever, and man was like, really? And I was like, I just want to see Kermit. <laughs> Just like, like I said, just by like obsession with Columbo. I finished the series. It's really depressing. Why? Because I finished all the ones that are on Prime, and I'm pretty sure some episodes are missing, but I just love that show. Mm -hmm. Because he's the best. All right, where the hell did I even leave off? Oh, yeah, after the quote, because we got distracted (laughs) for some reason. I don't know why, but. Um, Anyway, so. Draugr are noted for having, uh, for having numerous magical abilities referred to as Trollscop, resembling those of living witches and wizards, such as shape-shifting, controlling the weather, and seeing into the future. Oh, like a witch. Yes. <laughs> a Draugr can change into a seal, a great flayed bull, a gray horse with a broken back but no ears or tail. <laughs> okay. Which I'm like, okay, that's cool. And a cat that would sit upon a sleeper's chest and grow steadily heavier until the victim suffocated. I mean, is that... that so, that just sounds like a normal cat. Well, no, no that, that, there was an that old might legend. be the thing where the wives' tale comes from about cats stealing breaths. Yeah. Especially with babies. They would never let the cats stay with babies because they would get on their chest and then the babies would die. Because they would be warm and then the cat would suffocate it. Hmm? Yeah. yeah. But it might also come from this is what I'm saying. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's a fucking drogar trying no, to suffocate no, I'm you. I'm getting at is... Cats are the devil. Well, they you shut your hormones. They are. <laughs> the but that's why I love them. And the underworld. I just always think of what that's is That's why it. dogs are the superior race. You're just saying yeah. that because you have a dog over there. Anyways. No, but there's my reminds me of the one Sarah Scribbles comics where the angel's like, oh, and I made you this loyal companion. And then it's like a dog. And then it just goes to like the little like devil thing. And it just lifts up a cat like no words needed. It was just like, here we go. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, all animals have their qualities to them. And I love them all. All the animals. Yes. Um, so then the Draugr Prein or Thrain shapeshifted into a cat-like creature, cat- Catechin. Not sure if I said that right, but hey. Uh, in Rumundar uh, saga, 
Griebsonar. Uh, the, uh, then Thrain turned himself into a troll, and the barrel was filled with a horrible stench, and he stuck his claws into the back of Ruman's neck, tearing the flesh from his bones. Yummy. Yeah, like, ooh. My neck just, like, cringes, like, a little bit thinking about that. It's like, ooh. Uh, Draugrs have the ability to enter into the dreams of the living, and they will frequently leave a gift behind so that the living person may be assured of the tangible nature of the visit. Draugrs also have the ability to curse a victim, as shown in the Gretis saga, mm-hmm. where uh, Grit, Grithir? Uh, Grithir? Or Grithir? Grithir. Yeah, I think that's what we... Is a curse to be unable to become any stronger. Uh, Draugrs also brought disease to a village and could create temporary darkness in daylight hours. Um, they preferred to be active during the night, although it did not appear to be vulnerable to sunlight like some other remnants. Yep. Thank you. Uh, Draugrs can also kill people with bad luck. A Draugr's presence sorry, might be shown by a great light that showed from the mound like foxfire. This fire would form a barrier between the land of the living and the land of the dead. The Draugr could also move magically through the earth, swimming through solid stone, as does Keller... Killer Harap. Something like that. Uh, the Olaf uh, tried to uh, rush Harap. Harap, ma'am. Um, but Harap sank into the ground where he had been standing, and that was the end of their encounter. Some Draugrs are immune to uh, weapons. Only a hero with the strength of, I'm sorry, strength and courage needed to stand up to so for. Formidable. Thank you. And an opponent. And like legends, the hero would often have to wrestle the Draugr back to his grave, thereby defeating him since weapons would uh, do no good. Mm-hmm. Uh, a good example of this is found in Romadi, Roman, Romadi Saga, uh, Gripsonar. Um, iron could injure a uh, Draugr, as it is the case with many supernatural creatures, although it would not be significant to stop it. Sometimes the hero is required to dispose of the body in unconventional ways. The preferred method is to cut off the Draugr's head, burn the body, and dump the ashes into the sea. The ab- emphasis thank you, emphasis being on making sh- absolute sure that the Draugr was dead and gone. So essentially, like, what was it? Um, with, like, vampires, you know, it's like, stake them through the heart and then cut off their head and do it in the home, their homeland or, or some shenanigans. Mm-hmm. Or housing a bridge. Oh, I decapitated him. He's like, oh, that's step one. What about two through ten? And he's like, what? And it's like, you What's done goofed. <laughs> I have this little bitch. I love that. No, that's the one where he's with the Irish guy and he just like lops off his head and then he's like, police girl, police girl. No, that's not that one. Yes, it is. Place me in between your boobs. Yeah. When he gets decapitated. Yeah. Cause she's carrying around his head. (laughs) (laughs) Outside of nerd argument corner. (laughs) Point being lots of steps to kill Draugrs and to make sure they stay dead. And they get gotten, get gotten. Mm-hmm. Before so, you get gotten. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so the Draugr were said to be either death blue or corpse pale. The death blue color was not actually gray, but was a dark blue or maroon hue, which covered the entire body. Glamour, uh, the undead shepherd of Greta's saga, was reported to be dark blue and Lockstein-la uh, saga describes how bones were dug up belonging to a dead sorceress who had appeared in dreams, and they were blue and evil-looking. I like that bones are just evil-looking. <laughs> I mean, they're pretty creepy as it is, but... Especially toddler head skulls. Ugh. Yeah, I know. I saw that on Facebook. You don't like seeing all their little teethies? <sighs> no, thank you. Some, like, shark shit. <laughs> no, thank you. No wonder they're fucking cranky. <laughs> they just... <ugh. laughs> Anyways, so the resting place of the Draugr was a tomb which they were able to leave during the night to visit the living. Such visits are supposed to be horrible events that often end in death for one or more of the living, which would then warrant the exhumation of the Draugr by a hero. 
The Draugr's motivation was primary je- primarily jealousy and greed. Greed because it viciously attacked any would-be grave robbers, but the Draugr also expresses an innate jealousy of the living, stepping from a longing for the things of life which it once had. They also exhibit an immense and nearly insatiable appetite as shown in the encounter of Aaron and Osmund. Sword brothers who made an oath that if one should die, the other would sit vigil with him for three days inside the burial mound. When Aaron died, Osmund brought his own possessions into the barrel. Banners, armor, hawk, hound, and horse. Then set himself to wait the three days. During the first night, Aaron got up from his chair and killed the hawk and hound and ate them. On the second night, he got up again from his chair and killed the horse and tore it into pieces. Then he took great bites at the horse flesh with his teeth, the blood streaming down from his mouth, all the while while he was eating. The third night, Osmund became very drowsy, and the first thing he knew, Aaron had gotten him by the ears and torn them off. My ears. My beautiful ears. I don't know. Those poor animals. Yeah, I know. That was the other one, too. It was just like, okay, cool. You're not going to notice at all that your friend's, like, just up and undead and killing your animals. Well. No, the other way. No, that's what I'm saying. Oh. Is that his friend came and fucked up the animals. It's like you just, like, sat there. I don't know if maybe, like, he, like, went and hid or something. Yeah. And that was supposed to be bait, but that's fucked up. Mm-hmm. You suck, Asmund. I'm glad you I got your ears torn up. I thought it said that he took them and put them in a cave. Yeah, and they said that they agreed that they would wait they with They would them. wait with the person. Yeah, like, yeah, I thought they, they, like, beat the shit out of him, threw him in the cave. No. And then he was like, I brought the shit so that way I can eat. No. Oh. One dude died, and then the other dude had to sit at his grave for three days, and then the dude that died came up as a zombie and nom nom nom. Yeah. But he wasn't, like, doing it on purpose. I don't know. Whatever. Whatever. Point being is, shit's fucked up. Y'all suck. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Means of prevention. Traditionally, a pair of open iron scissors are placed on the chest of the recently deceased, and straws and twigs might be hidden among their clothes. The big toes were tied together, or needles were driven through the soles of the feet in order to keep the dead body from being able to walk. Which, ooh, I know, like, ugh, my feet. My feeties! Uh, tradition also held that the coffin would be lifted and lowered in three different directions as it was carried from the house to confuse the possible Draugr's sense of direction. Which I love that. They're just like fucking shuffling the coffin around like... Like a thing was fucking reached. Just like fucking spinning it around like a fucking spinning thing on Twister. Which way it'll go? No one knows. And Tyler's like, where the fuck am I? <laughs> Make it stop. That's, I should not sign up for this. I love it. Uh, the most effective means of preventing the return of the dead was believed to be a corpse door. A special door which, uh, which the corpse was carried feet first with people surrounding it so that the corpse couldn't see where it was going. The door was then bricked up to prevent a return. It is... Uh, speculated that the uh, belief began in Denmark and spread throughout the Norse culture, founded um, on the idea of the dead could only leave through the ways they were entered. Which mood? Mm-hmm. In uh, Erbigia saga, draggers are off, I'm sorry, driven off by holding a door doom. One by one, they were summoned to the door doom and given judgment and forced out of the home by this legal method. Yeah. Which, I feel like it should be lethal, but that's how it said was legal, so I'm like, I guess there's laws. And by the power of this judge in this county, you cannot return to this house. <laughs> All I can think about is uh, Danny Phantom and the, and the teacher that swears in book, quote, in book names. By the prophet. Exactly. <laughs> That's hilarious. Moby Dick. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Pretty much just sounds like me at work. I love it. Cause you, sw- you swear on book titles? No, on book titles, but like I will just say like random things. Like they just spill out. Like I'll be like, son of a cheesecake or like, you know, cheese and crackers or I, one time said biscuits and cookies or something. And it was like, and that one I was like, I don't even know where that one came from because that's not my usual repertoire. Because I'm like, I figure it's like in, when I'm in work, I have to be in that headspace of like, okay, no swearing. Because if I get too comfortable swearing in the back, then I might accidentally let something slip while I'm in front of a house and I don't want, you know. 
Yes, exactly. I swear in front of my manager or supervisor all the time. And it's oh, usually yeah. the F-bomb. Oh, yeah. No, we have one manager that always, always like, yelling at people about language. But then, like, I'll swear and then nothing is said. And I'm like, oh. Yeah. <laughs> also, I'm just real scrappy. <laughs> she take you down. People's elbow. I'm your boss. <laughs> <laughs> what we got? <sighs> The home was then purified with holy water to ensure that they never came back. You can never come back. <laughs> you had a lot of nerve showing up here after all these years. <laughs> uh, so going into folklore. So Icelandic sagas. One of the best known Draugr is Glamir, who is defeated by the hero in Greta's saga after Glamir dies on Christmas Eve, people became aware that Glamar was not resting in peace. He wrought such havoc that some people fainted at the sight of him while others went out of their minds. Hmm. Uh, after a battle, Grettir eventually gets Glamir on his back, and just before Grettir kills him, Glamir curses Grettir because Glamir was endowed with more evil force than most other ghosts, and thus he was able to speak and leave Grettir with his curse after his death. Yes. Bum, 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 bum. This is cursed. That is cursed. Everything is cursed. <laughs> <laughs> so a somewhat ambivalent alternative view of the Draugr is presented by the example of Gunnar ha- uh, Hamundarshon in Njol's saga. It seemed as though the how was agape and that Gunnar had turned within the how to look upwards at the moon. They thought that they saw four lights within the how, but not a shadow to be seen. Then they saw that Gunnar was marrying it with a joyful face. So I guess Gunnar was the friendly draugr. So like in Casper, the friendly ghost, but you know, it's not as smooth because it's a Norse. Hmm. <laughs> he actually gets the girl at the end. I mean, didn't he also get the girl at the end of the movie? No, because he remains a ghost. But, like, he wasn't going to be able to come back to life anyways, though. No, he was able to, but he had to do it to save his, her dad. Because her dad became so a he, ghost. Yeah, her, they died. I've been like, listen, Dad, you had enough years. I'm kidding. He died. <laughs> Casper gave up his immortality so he Come could on, do Casper, it. Casper, let's go test out that dick. <laughs> Basically. What? <laughs> <laughs> Wasn't Cat like 14 or 16 though when Casper was 12? Yeah, oh. Something like that. It mentions his age. You, like, if you look back on some of these movie choices, you're like, <laughs> I like there the are just some questionable plot devices in these, some of these movies. Right? It's a little, uh, a little awkward. Yeah. <laughs> Danny, I love him! <laughs> <laughs> Shut up, Ariel. You're 16. You don't know anything. <laughs> Eric's 20-year-old ass. Mm. <laughs> well, what was it? Fucking Pocahontas. She's like 11. Yeah. Or 12 or whatever. And Jad Smith is in his fucking 40s. Yep. Fucking creep. They closed that age gap in the Disney one. I know. But that, beforehand. She, she a young lady of her late teens, maybe early 20s. Should have just stuck with that arranged marriage to Coco. <sighs> Poor Coco. <laughs> is strong and then you see me go (laughs) (laughs) seriously though that would be me because I'd be like this motherfucker can't take a joke and you want me to marry that do you really think he could handle me I'm gonna be murdered (laughs) first baby's gonna happen and then suddenly gonna mysteriously die of childbirth (laughs) got my my use out of me and now he's tired of my sassy ass mouth (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> she had to go <laughs> she was a witch <laughs> but I got Malibu Stacy <laughs> I wasn't a Malibu Barbie I was a Malibrina <laughs> Debbie uh, what about Debbie anyways <laughs> <laughs> this got off track so hard Anyways, last one of my section. <laughs> so, in the Arabigia, a shepherd is assaulted by a blue-black draugr. The shepherd's neck is broken during the ensuing scuffle. Mm. Which, I feel like if his neck is broken, we shouldn't be calling it a scuffle, but okay. <laughs> you never know. It could have been like 
like, what a, is like it? a shoving match and the dead body rolling on the floor his head on a fucking pole no thank you it happens i know but that's horrifying and i don't like to think that that's a thing what well, kind I mean, of games are you playing a, a... and you're making too light of the situation i don't care if you're just play fighting now it was a fight to the death <laughs> it's not a scuffle nor a skirmish it was a battle <laughs> a great brawl I'm very one-sided because that man's dead. Then. <laughs> I need that on a t-shirt. Very one-sided because that man's dead. <laughs> oh my god! Should be, but I'm winning. Uh, I'm winning the fight. But that one—it's one-sided because that guy's dead. No, I like it without the context. <laughs> Some people are being like, what the fuck is that? Because if I saw a shirt that said it was more one-sided because the other side was dead, I'd have been like, I need that shirt. You're my friend immediately. This is great. <laughs> Praise Jesus. But anyways, last sentence. So after the scuffle, the shepherd rises the next night as a droger. Yay. Yay. <laughs> she <laughs> did it. <laughs> Recent, uh, in more recent uh, Scandinavian folklore, the draugr is often identified with the spirits of mariners drowned at sea. The creature is said to possess a distinctly human form, with the exception that its head is compressed entirely of seaweed. Yeah, which gross. Just gives me old Greg vibes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's something I could see in that Cthulhu game I was playing. What? Oh, Greg? No, the compressed oh. <laughs> oh, like... seaweed heads, because they were mariners. <gasps> I just like the idea of old Greg coming out with a bottle of Bailey's saying Cthulhu, it's old Greg. Turns out old Greg is one of the old gods. <sighs> anyway, oh my god. Um, you're welcome. <laughs> Just the end of the game, you're like all insane. <laughs> the whole cult's everywhere. And you walk, and you're just like, I need to end it, I need to end it. And like, welcome, Cthulhu. And then you just see old Greg walking <laughs> I, I have a mangina. <laughs> game ends. Cthulhu goes back to sleep. <laughs> no, no, no. Old Greg is old Cthulhu. I know, I'm kidding. Oh. Anyways, moving on. Where I think you we? guys smell toast. <laughs> I keep telling you my arm is numb. <laughs> one of these days, we should stop joking about that, because one of these days you're going to be like, my arm is numb, and we're going to be like, ha okay, Austin. <laughs> you're going to be really like, <laughs> It's been 30 years, Austin. You don't need to reference that joke anymore. <laughs> we ended the podcast 10 years ago. Why are you still talking about this? No, guys, seriously. Give them my arm. Ha ha ha. <laughs> no, we need to start carrying those dice around then. What? So I could just roll the dice and be like, that's not my job. <laughs> <laughs> I was so concerned. I was like, what kind of weird ass medical sex dice oh. do you have? <laughs> I can't feel my arm. And we're kissing on the floor. <laughs> No, honey, my arm is numb. All right, all right, I re-roll it, I re-roll it, fine. <laughs> and it looks like you are eating me out. <laughs> Not those ones. Uh, I don't know what I don't know what was happening. <laughs> it ended much better, but my imagination is ridiculous. I was talking Dungeons and Dragons. I was just I like, that's know. not my job. This sicko. <laughs> I'm the sicko. Pre was the one who thought of the dice. I said <laughs> medical type crazy sex dice. <laughs> Words just were falling out, okay? I wasn't trying to make sense. <laughs> this one over here giving himself a stranger. <laughs> Literally dying in the corner. <laughs> We got life insurance. First, right? like in this Christian household, we play Dungeons and Dragons. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway, 
Um, in other tellings, the Draugr is described as being a headless fisherman dressed in oil skin. What the fuck is oil skin? I don't fucking know. Anyway. Is it probably oiled? It just says oil and then skin together. I'm guessing maybe the ED had fallen off. I don't know. I just type what Wikipedia <laughs> tells me, guys. <laughs> I just think it's a grammatical error. I think it's supposed to be oiled skin. Anyway. It, it's um, oiled skin. But okay. It's dressed in oil skin and is sailing in half a boat. This trait is common in the north northernmost part of Norway, where life and creatures are based... Culture. What? Culture. What life and culture creatures. <laughs> <laughs> yep, I should. Sure <laughs> I have to say, those are my favorites when you'll say something that's kind of close to the word you're supposed to say, but the meaning of said word you say is way off the ballpark and definition. <laughs> and I just go with it. I'm like, fuck it, that's what it is. <laughs> I have spoken. <laughs> I have spoken. <laughs> oh my god, I have problems. Um, where life and culture was based on fishing more than any anywhere else. The reason that for this may be that the fishermen often drowned in great numbers, and the stories of restless dead coming in from sea were more common in the north than in any other any other region of the country. Which I feel like is it's people getting lost at sea and then maybe their bodies sometimes making it to shore. Yeah, that's what I can think of. That's what I got. And then everyone panics because they're like, it's swimming. And it's like, no, it's just dead. It's dead and it's floating to shore. <laughs> Quick, kill it. It's already dead. <laughs> um, a recorded legend from Trendelog? 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 I don't know. I tried. Uh, it tells of how a cadaver lying on the beach became an object of a quarrel between two types of droggers, headless and seaweed-headed. A similar source often tells of the third type, the uh, gleepy, uh, known to hitch itself to sailors while ashore and make them slip on the, the wet, wet rock. rocks. Yeah, which, that's a dick move, but cool. Asshole. I love a good head trauma. But anyways... So, but though the Draug usually pre- uh, precede, presages death, there is an amusing account in northern Norway of a northerner who managed to outwit him. It was Christmas Eve, and Ola went down to his boathouse to get the keg of brandy he had bought for the holidays. When he got in, he noticed a Draugr sitting on the keg, staring out to sea. Ola, with great presence of mind and great bravery, although it might not be amiss to state that he had already done some drinking. <laughs> tiptoed up behind the draugr and struck him sharply in the small of the back so that he went flying out through the window with sparks hissing around him as he hit the water. Ola knew he had no time to lose, so he set off at a great rate, running through the churchyard, which lay between his home and the boathouse, and as he ran, he cried, Up, all you Christian souls, and help me! Then he heard the sound of fighting between the ghosts and the draugr, who were battling each other with coffin boards and bunches of seaweed. (laughs) Next morning... When people came to church, the whole yard was strewn with coffin covers, boat boards, and seaweed. After the fight, which the ghosts won, the Draugr had never come back to that district. <laughs> what kind of drunken bar image. fight did these guys get into? The, the mental image of fucking ghosts with fucking... Like, yeah, it's touching me. All I could think of was Godzilla making Godzilla noises and throwing fucking... <laughs> I love it. Oh, it's so good. That was it, right? Nope. Yeah. yeah. The, the little bit popular culture. You have one more page. Yep. <laughs> I was like, what the fuck? He's just like fully checked out. Like, okay, guys, let's wrap it up. I'm like, <laughs> Probably pop culture, though. Pop culture. The um, modern and popular cl- connection between the Draugr and the sea can be traced back to authors like Jonas Lai and Regine Norman, whose works included several books of fairy tales, as well as drawing the uh, Theodore Kittleson, Kittleson uh, who spent some years living in... Solvair? Yeah, there yeah, it there. That. Where was I, though? I forgot. Oh. Um, up north, the uh, tradition of... Sea Draugr's is especially vivid. Arn Garborg. Garborg? Garborg. 
that just like bumped into like a dog moment. You're just like, <laughs> like blue from Blue's yes. Clues. Blue's like, Clues, and I'm like, fucking a watermelon. It'd be perfect though because your hair is blue right now. I'm obviously Steve. <laughs> Why is to be? Where's my notebook, bitch? We gotta write down these clues. There's Steve, and then there's his cousin, Joe. And then there was the one guy. The new guy who it's all not the same, and it's only Steve that matters. Steve's coming back, though, I heard. Good. You know the reason he left, right? Well, so for a while, I just, we were all told he was dead. That was one of the childhood rumors he I remember from yep. that. Um, but no, he just decided to quit, and he was like being like a stand-up comic or something. He has started losing his hair. Yeah, which is like... Bitch, we can get you a weave. It'll be fine. Yeah, right? It's just like, we don't care. We were we were ne- neglected. Everyone else is trash. <laughs> That's right, I said it. <laughs> <laughs> Come at me, Joe. I ain't scared. <laughs> and I demand the old forms of mail returning, because apparently they get emails and bullshit now. Um, no. How are they supposed to sing this mail song? I don't fucking know. I haven't mail, watched mail, it. Mail, mail, mail. Look, we have an email. I don't know. Here's the mail. <laughs> it never fails. Exactly. It makes you want to wag your tail. How dare you come up with a try to come up with a porn version of that with emails? <laughs> How dare you? <laughs> Could you? <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Um Arn Gar- Gum Garberg. Described land. <laughs> Armed guards. You want to read it? I was laughing about No, this is your podcast, not mine. Exactly. You admit it, eh? <laughs> Armed guard barg. <laughs> no, I can just go. <laughs> but anyway, this gentleman describes land draugers coming from fresh from the graveyards, and the term Draugr is even used of vampires. The notion of the Draugr who lived in the mountains is presented in the poetic works of Henrik Innsberg, Ibsen. Ibsen, thank you, and Osmond Olvinson Vinji. Vin- Vinye? Vinye, yeah. Because I think the J's are more of like a Y. Vinye? It's yeah. Sure. V I N J E. It's supposed to be French. I don't work there. (laughs) (laughs) Sometimes you show things in such rage, (laughs) but it's literally something that's fundamentally impossible. I'm like, I don't even understand why you're so upset. (laughs) Look at my life. <laughs> so much rage, but can't speak a word of English. <laughs> uh, the uh, New Norsk skirt, skit, <laughs> Nine Norsk uh, translation of the Lord of the Rings used uh, used the term for both Nazgul and the dead men of Dunharrow. Thank you. In the video game, The Elder Scrolls. Five Skyrim, Draugrs are the undead skeletal remains of the fallen warriors that inhabit the ancient burial sites of the Nordic-inspired mm-hmm. race of man. Draugrs are a common enemy, the first encountered by the player in the 2018 video game God of War, with a variety of different powers and abilities. The exoplanet PSR. B1257 plus 12A has been named Draugr. I had to take a long, hard look at that, and I almost didn't include that because I was like, oh, it's just one sentence. And then it was like, exoplanet. I'm like, I guess astronomy is kind of cool. Fine. Fine. Get me with your space science. I felt like I just did a a math equation or something. Don't, Don't hate on me. You're awful sassy right now. Listen. I'm not a professional, nor do I claim to be. We never claim to be. We just assume we are. Right. And you know what they say about assuming. It's an ass of you and me. Huh. Anyways. But yeah, so that's Draugr's. 
Nordic zombie guy things. Yay. That are also kind of witches. It's and like zombies and it's like if a zombie and like a Wendigo or not Wendigos, what's the other one we did? Skinwalker. Skinwalker. Some kind of weird hybrid of a Baba Yaga witch kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And Skinwalker mm-hmm. and, and Zombie and then Draugr. That's what you get. And you shake it all about. Yeah, the algae bug. <laughs> and that's what it's all about. I don't know. And then you have this. And then you hear Kermit. You do the ah! <laughs> I'm so excited but so upset because I remember we got that new Muppet show coming to Disney+. Plus. And I was like, oh my god, I was like, is that out yet? And I checked the date, July 31st. It might be July 31st by the time this is released, but just know on Thursday I was really upset. She was highly upset. On this day, the day of my daughter's wedding. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Again, watched a couple episodes of a Bob docu-series, mini limited series thing. I got that father on my mind. And Columbo. But, you know, hey. She got Columbo on her mind. <laughs> Columbo on her mind. I don't know. But yeah, no, so like I said, Draugr's there. Pretty intense, though. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Not too many, like, weird facts, but a lot of, like, ooh. Mm-hmm. Just gonna rip skin off that guy's neck? That's, that's cool. Like his tear his ears off or something? Gonna go hurl in this bush, Brenda. Mm-hmm. This shit's gross. I cannot. She can't even. But yeah, I don't know. Anything else? Comments, questions, concerns? Muffins. Tips. <laughs> I don't know. Better baking tips because, you know, we tried one TikTok video today. <laughs> didn't turn out terrible, but it didn't turn fault. out great. It was not our fault, It though. was not. No, yeah. You damn TikTokers don't know how to use your proper measuring units. Drying, dry, uh, drying. <laughs> <laughs> measuring dry ingredients in a wet cup. No. How could you? No. How could you? And then we do it and we're just like, oh, no. Oh, this is terrible. My cookies are ruined. Still going to eat them anyways, though. Because mm-hmm. they fucking. But yeah. So yeah. That's it. Mm-hmm. So you'll hear from us next week. Have an ookie spooky night. Rate, subscribe, follow, donate. donate. And bye-bye now. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Leave. <laughs>